welcome to episode 68 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. The first non-native invasive species of insect identified in the United States was in 1635 called the coddling moth. Since then, over 450 species of non-native invasive species have been identified in the United States, with that number growing by about two and a half invasive species per year. One of the ways that researchers are, start, are trying to stop the spread, as well as wildlife managers and habitat managers, is through a campaign called Buy It Local, Burn It Local, in which you harvest your firewood in the same area that you're burning it. This has a way of reducing the spread of invasive species. Researchers looked at the slogan and the campaign between 2005 and 2016 and identified that, in fact, the message was not being well-received. Most of the people that they interviewed had actually not even heard of the slogan, nor had they seen flyers or any of the information about it, and they are trying to identify different ways to get their message out there. One of the challenges that uh, wildlife and biologists and different agencies have in working with people to identify these challenges, whether it's invasive species of insects, brucellosis, CWD, the fact that there's so many things going on and you can read a bulletin in a campground and see six different things that are causing problems and the way you could should stop those problems. So one of the ways, uh, like if you go fishing here in Utah, you read about wearing felt on the bottom of your waders and how they are transferring disease from one river to another. You then go in a campground and you read about how they are, your use of firewood is transferring disease from one campground to another. Or if you have horses, how your horses are having, uh, when you bring in your hay, With your horses, you are transferring disease from one area to another, whether it's invasive species. And so the challenge that uh, they're having is there's so many notifications and so many things going on that it's basically drowning out all of their messages and people just become lost because there's so much going on. Invasive species insects have actually been a huge problem. Between 2000 and 2010, over 70,000 acres have had experienced mass die-off in vegetation, whether it was pine trees, juniper trees, or all the other native species. And what this does is it creates large problems in forest fires. With these mass die-offs, you're getting larger and larger forest fires. And with the methods of uh, forest fires that we are using or being allowed to use in some situations is causing larger fuels to be laid upon the ground. When they look at these fuels, they are broken down into category, a one-hour fuel, 10-hour fuel, 100-hour fuel. And the way um, things are working out right now in forests is you're having more and more 100-hour fuels laying on the ground, especially with these mass die-offs. So one of the ways you can help reduce the spread of invasive species is to buy it local, burn it local. All right, the next on the list 
uh, things that are harming our forests are pathogens. The first one was identified in 1860, and since then there have been 16 pathogens and still more coming into the United States. The challenge you have with these pathogens is they don't all spread the same way. There's different factors. Some of it is moisture, some of it is temperature, some of it's the other invasive species or even native species that are attacking trees. And so when you combine all these factors in, it makes it difficult. One thing that uh, researchers have looked into is uh, the disease or these pathogens tend to spread more easily when things are warmer and drier. It seems the uh, tree's ability to fight off these pathogens is reduced the hotter it gets and the drier it gets. And as climate change sets in and we uh, see the longer term results of climate change as things are starting to warm up, it'll create these unstable weather conditions or you'll have areas that are warming and becoming drier and it'll break down the tree's ability to fight these pathogens. And then with the amount of invasive species of insects that we are bringing in, you combine that with the pathogens and it just does not look like a very good scenario. There are a few management options that uh, both state and federal can do, uh, especially in the forest, forest service and the state forestry programs. Some of the things that they're doing is monitoring. They are constantly sending out and people and they are running analysis when they identify a die-off or a new area that is being targeted. Um, they can monitor that and then they can start planning and using what they call mitigation strategies. Now, mitigation strategies are often what we use in wildlife. And in the Forest Service, they call it silviculture. And that is using different methods to manage a forest or a stand or a group of trees. Some of these ways that they can manage these forests and reduce the effects of pathogens as well as disease are through thinning, harvesting, planting, pruning, using prescribed burns, and they'll break these areas that they are targeting down into four different groups and they'll figure out which of the four different groups they want to use. One is a copus method, even aged, two aged, and an uneven aged method. Now there are multiple strategies that they have when coming up with ways to use each of these strategies, but ultimately we've seen that that's proven to be ineffective. And the fact that they're being ineffective is because so many pathogens and invasive species are being brought in that it's a losing battle. Now this isn't a knock on the Forest Service or those state agencies that are managing forests. This is just a challenging uphill battle, and it will always be. As you can see from 1635 until now, we just keep bringing in species, new species that are attacking and affecting our forest. Pathogens are spreading. And there's just constant things. Hopefully, as we continue to do more science and more research, we can find better ways to identify where these outbreaks will be. Maybe our modeling will get better. We'll get better data. Maybe we can identify where the pathogens will spread or ways to just get rid of pathogens. But it's an uphill battle. 
So buy it local, burn it local, stay wild. Have a great day.